Didn't our mixed family have a really crappy start to our weekend? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. one great. Now, for those that missed it, the advertiser ran a two-page spread on this station, supposedly setting itself up to explain how we aren't number one anymore and called into question what was going on behind the scenes. Now, (laughs) I have thought long and very, very hard about how to deal with this, not because there was any criticism in it. I mean, Ed, you as a comedian, me, criticism is part of this job. Yep. Absolutely. Shane, you get that completely. Yep. But I've thought really long and hard on how to deal with this because it was full of inaccuracies. It was full of falsehoods. There were omissions. And that all seemed incredibly unfair that they could write something wrong and as a result seriously play around with people's mental well-being. But the problem is when you're the big boy in this so-called one-paper town, um, you keep getting away with it because people are too scared to call you out because of what you might write next, mm-hmm. yeah? Um, but then the big butt of it is when what is being written is factually wrong and has no other purpose than to titillate and get clicks but in the process really hurts, really harms people, isn't that a type of bullying? Mm. So this brings me, I don't know where you guys were Saturday morning when all this broke, um, but my 12-year-old basically walked into my bedroom. She's in a netball gear and I'm about to take her to the game. And she heard the end of my conversation with you, Eddie, where I was basically consoling you and saying, look, mate, you just need to look after yourself. Look after your wife, Flea. We're all looking after each other and everything else. It's just paper and everything else. And you had basically woken up to your phone blowing up because these guys had printed rumours that you were losing your job, you know, horrible stuff as well as other stuff. And so my 12-year-old says, geez, what's going on, Mum? And I told her. I said, look, the paper's written a story about Mum, you know, apparently not doing a job very well. And the part that I was finding tricky was that some of the stuff they said was actually wrong. And they hadn't even bothered to ask me about any of it. And she just looked at me and said, well, it's simple. You just need to stand up to bullies, don't you? And I just went, oh, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah, maybe you do. And I know it seems a little bit ridiculous. Oh, no, it's a lot ridiculous that I seem to be drawing a line in the sand over something as trivial as a radio article. I get it. There are so many bigger things going on in the world, so it seems stupid. But after I posted about you know this quandary and where I was at on my social media, I was contacted by so many people inundated with people who'd been made to feel small, had been made to feel less than, had made to feel powerless because they weren't able to do stuff about the false stuff that had been said about them. And also what really ended up pushing me over the edge was hanging up the phone to you, Eddie, and you and I are in constant contact over the weekend because I was really worried about you and knowing how sad and how hurt and how angry and then back to being sad and then hurt, you know, Mm. that cycle that you get on. Um, And not only you, but Flea your wife. And I also know how this has affected the incredibly hardworking team that works their butts off behind the scenes. And I am big enough and ugly enough to look after myself. So you can call it the mother bear in me, but I'll be stuffed if they can get away with picking on you guys and us. And by that, I'm saying your team, because to everybody listening to this, to our awesome listeners, this is these guys are your team. We are your family. This is how we view you. So essentially, I'll be stuffed if I'm going to let them pick on your team and your family. So next, I'm going to tell you everything you want to know, the bits that hurt, the bits that were wrong and what was right, because it has to be done. 
All right, if you've just joined us, good morning. Um, I'm just about to address the article that was written about this station, about us in the Tizer over the weekend, because I just want to clear up some errors in the piece. Again, this is not about us jumping up and down about criticism. God, man, bring it on. Like the, mm. Without it, you don't actually get better. And we acknowledge, absolutely acknowledge, that right now where we're rating, it's not where we want to be. Mm. God, nowhere near it, but that's okay. Mm. We're going to work our butt off and try to do something about it. But it's the errors in the piece that we have been on the record saying that I have the problem with. Suggesting that I left my previous place of employment for money is absolutely false. I have been on the record more than once about my reasons for doing so. So let's go one more time for the cheap seats, shall we? I decided to take this opportunity for my family and for my mental health. Now, I haven't spoken much about that publicly because I didn't think I had to go through it. Yes, I was rating number one at my previous place where I worked, but do you want to know what was really going on? I was waking up at one or two in the morning panicking. I was anxious. I would end up a shift shaking. Sometimes I'd be going into work feeling like I was throwing up because I was so stressed. And even worse, I was taking all of that home with me. So I would be constantly on my phone, scrolling, watching all the news feeds, watching press conferences, you know, and even worse, if my kids who were little came to me and wanted my attention, I would snap at them. I'd get grumpy at them and they didn't deserve that. I would forget stuff. You know, in my rush to try to make sure I was okay for my job, I was missing out on things and I knew I had to make a change. So when this opportunity came up, the most important part of it, the most important part of it was that I would be working with an on-air team, which meant that everything wouldn't have been on my shoulders. We could work together and have some fun. Yeah, I get paid more than I did there, but guess what? If this doesn't work in the next two years and however many months, I'll get paid nothing. And I probably could have had a job for life at Auntie. And what really annoys me about this snide, the price must have been right crap, is that it's a narrative we see so often when people end up making really hard and considered choices. You know, the safe career thing for me would have been for me to stay. Mm. The scary, healthy thing for me to do was to try something new and to try to build it with great people. And I've never been happier, guys. Hand on heart, I've slept. I've never felt so much, you know, as much supported as I have. And I love working with the people in this station who are doing everything they can be to be the best they can be while also looking out for each other. Mm. So to you now, Eddie, that crap, and this is the second time I've used that word, but (laughs) the idea that I somehow demanded you got this job Mate, I had no idea you'd been approached, and we've spoken about this. You got this job on your own merit, and for anyone to suggest anything other than that is an absolute lie, okay? It is false and it is harmful. You deserve to be here, mate. And to watch you learn, you've never been on radio like this, and to watch you learn and have the ups and downs with your confidence and to hear how upset you were on the weekend when rumours are printed that you're about to lose your job is just simply cheap and nasty. So let's be clear. None of us have spoken about next year, but Saturday morning when this broke, I woke up every boss I could interstate and hear, and I said, is this happening? What is going on? There is no truth to it. None. Absolutely nothing. Mate, I am so proud to stand alongside you and to see the way that you have taken on criticism from punters, you know, taken on criticism from your wife, Mm -hmm. taken on, uh, you know, all the positives that you're learning because you're learning this new craft. You constantly ask for that feedback. You care for everyone around you. And I'm really proud to say that you're here to stay. So there is absolutely nothing to that. 
Now on to Erin Phillips's involvement, and she and I have been talking about this, this whole idea that was scaled back. Listen up, you dolts. She has to do something that no one else in history has ever done. She is going to try to win two AFLW premierships in one year, and she's a mother to three kids. That made her staying on here really, really, really tough. And again, she and I were talking about that decision that was coming all the way through it, and when she made it, God, I'm so proud of her. This is all repeatedly and has been repeatedly said on record, but it still wasn't enough for the paper to get this right. Oh, and another thing, their point that apparently Eddie and Erin don't have chemistry. Erin hasn't been on air since the start of May. Pretty hard to have chemistry when you're not even in the studio. And not only that, one of my greatest pleasures, and Shane, I think you'll agree, was seeing Eddie and Erin fall in love as they yeah. got to know each other. Oh, like without it, a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, when it all comes down to it, these are small things in a big scale, but they're big things for the individuals involved. And if we want better journalism, if we want news that is born out of fact-checking, not writing an entire piece on the basis of a source, an industry insider, a listener, if we want factual and accurate reporting, then we need to demand better. And the fact that I was only contacted about this piece very late on the Friday... And wasn't asked for a comment, nor even given any specificity about, oh, well, this is what we want to know and everything else. No doubt, because if they'd done that, I would have rebutted it and they would have had to pull it. But, you know, it turns something that should be and is presented as fact into an opinion. But then... Why didn't the journalist even put their name to it in the Saturday edition? Yes, her name eventually went up on the online edition, but I'm going to be really clear on this. I want to give her the care and respect that was not given to us. Please now don't go and reach out to her. I mean that sincerely. The last thing I want about any of this is a witch hunt on one individual because she deserves to have a safe mental space just as we deserve it. And the truth is there are some bloody awesome people over there, yeah. some incredible journos over there doing really important stuff. And they're doing double the work under immense stress because now they have to consider how many clicks their story will get ahead of maybe the quality of the work and even the stories they choose to chase. But to the people involved in this piece and the decision-making behind it, you guys have my direct number. I used to work for you. Just as you were free to call me any time before publishing and asking me a specific question, you've been free to call me and stand by your piece after I've said that it was inaccurate. Funnily enough, no one has called. The silence has been deafening. And in the meantime, to everyone that works here at Mix and to all of our incredible listeners, you're amazing. We get what we do is a privilege and it's something we hold very, very dear and we will continue to try and bring our best selves to the show for every single one of you on every single day. And from now on, you have my absolute word that we will hold others to the same standard. And guess what? We're going to muck up. My God, we're going to make mistakes. <laughs> like We do it daily, but hand on heart, we will own up to them. Now, speaking of mistakes, this might have been the biggest one I have ever made going through with this and calling it out, and I feel a bit sick in the stomach, but how else can I go home and pick my 12-year-old up from high school and then tell her to stand up for herself and others if I wasn't going to do the same thing? Barbara from Mawson Lakes, good morning. Thanks for ringing. Hello, Ali. How are you? I'm I'm a bit shaky, Mm. got to say. No, I'm good. I'm good. I do not blame you. (laughs) <laughs> what, what you did just took a little bit of whatsapp. Oh, thanks, Barbara. But um, You know what? It's always harder to walk through the fire than it is to walk around it. But you just walk through it, you know? You know, and it might hurt a little bit, and we don't know what the consequences are going to be yet. But you know what? you just got to do it with your head held high. You're, you know, you're trying to make an example of yourself for your daughter, like all of us mums are trying to do. 
and you know what? You're just doing the best you can and that's all you can do. Thanks, Barbara. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'm just so proud of you. You know, you did it. You did it. Thanks, now, Barbara. You, now <laughs> you've got to shake it off. Do you know what I mean? Now you've got to let it go. What happens, happens. And you just got to say, I did it. I'm proud of myself. And you just got to release that now. Well, Barbara, you know the, I mean? the coolest thing is that Eddie Bannon's given me a cuddle already, so I'm feeling better already. <laughs> Thanks, Barbara. Well Thanks for the call. Peter from St Agnes, good morning. How are you? How are you? Yeah, I'm Oh, good. my God. 10 out of 10. Right. <laughs> right. Give the doubters hell. Thanks, Brian. I was one of them when you first come on board because I was an old soda and, and, and that fan, blah, blah, blah. But I'll tell you what, you've more than won me over. Thanks, And these, these people that print this shit in the paper, they need to be held accountable for. And what you've done this morning, kudos. Thank you, mate. And right. look, we couldn't do it without Eddie and Shane and the support they give us. So, oh, look, yeah. everybody. Yeah, it's yeah. it's excellent. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate it. Turn out of town. <laughs> See right. you, mate. Love you, Shane. See you, buddy. Bye.